Welcome, Kingdom Daughter. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Angela Pitnikoff, and my heart's desire for you is to truly know who you are in Christ, to know God and be known by Him. Every week, we will chat about biblical topics that will point you to Jesus in all areas of your life. So come hang out as we dive into what God has for us today. Hey friends, uh, welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, and anyone who is watching the YouTube, thank you for being here on the YouTube channel. Um, so today I wanted to talk about something that is super close to my heart. It is something that I am passionate about. I love it. I feel like it is so important because it helps us to connect with God on an intimate level in ways that we cannot do on other ways. Um, it changes our heart posture towards him and we when we're surrendering to him and that is worship right when we worship we are surrendering to him we're looking to him we're laying it all out there and it just changes our heart towards him and so he is able to come in and move in our hearts and i believe that is why church services have worship first, right? They have worship first because it gets our hearts ready. It gives us a chance to just surrender to him before the word is poured into our heart. So I'm excited to just dive into a little bit of reasons why worship is so important and how worship can be a weapon in our life and how we can use it as a tool to shift atmospheres around us, to walk in the goodness of God, to understand who he is and really get that closeness that we can, can have in him. So the benefits of a worship today and how we can walk in that. So today, one of the things that I love about worship is that it connects us to the Lord. It connects us to our father. When we spend that time surrendering to him and giving it all to him, there is nothing better. There is nothing greater than those moments of intimacy where we just connect with the Lord and understand like who he is. And the Holy spirit can just speak to you and allow um, his presence to like, just stir things up inside of you and to shift things around because we're in a posture of surrender, which I said before, when we are in that place, he has the opportunity to come in because right. We have, he doesn't force himself on us. So when we worship, we're, we're putting ourselves in a place of surrender and saying, here I am, have your way. Then he can pour out all of his love, all of his goodness, all of his fatherly gifts on us, right? There is just this closeness that is created. And when we are surrendering to him, it is, I don't know if anyone has experienced that before, but I have experienced many, many moments in my walk with the Lord during worship, because it just creates this closeness with him that is undeniable, undeniable. So Yeah, I, that is the first thing that I love about worship. It connects us to the father. It gives us relationship with him. It gives us intimacy with him, a closeness that we cannot get in any other space. I believe the second thing is it helps us to learn how to declare his goodness through our words and song. So, you know, the songs that a lot of us sing are written by other people, like other, you know, artists or whatever. And God has put that song on their heart, which is so amazing because a lot of times it's corporate worship and it's just a song that people feel God's presence moving through it. 
the words, the lyric, the melody line, the music, it just moves us, right? It moves us. But when we declare those things, when we speak out those things, like atmospheres can shift because there are power, there is power in our tongue, right? In Proverbs 18, 21, it says the tongue has the power of life and death. Okay. Life and death. When we choose to use that to honor God, to bless him, to surrender to him, to give him glory and praise, like we're using our voice for life. We're breathing. We're literally breathing life into ourselves and into those around us. That's what's so beautiful about corporate worship is when there are multiple people coming together and declaring the goodness of God and pouring out words of encouragement, of love, of glory to the father, that is how the atmosphere shifts because it's opening up doors for the Lord to come in and move into all these people's hearts in a corporate level, man, come on. It's so good. Like how many of you know, like there's such a difference now, don't get me wrong. When you're an intimate moments with the Lord at home by yourself, like those times can be so good as, as well. He meets us wherever we are, right? He meets us wherever we are. That's the beauty of God. But have you ever been at like a conference or, um, some, some big event when people just come with expectation, right? There's an expectation of what God's going to do. There's this asking and this longing and this desire from, hundreds or thousands, depending on where you're at of people coming together. There is just something that happens in those places because of the desire of what people are experiencing and want to experience. And as we, as a body start declaring those things, we are speaking life out and we are using our words to move things around and Oh my goodness. It's just so good. So it helps us to understand the power of our voice, right? Helps us understand that when we declare his goodness, when we declare how wonderful and marvelous he is, how powerful he is, that we're going to see a victory in him, right? That we don't want to worship because of ourselves. We want to surrender to him. All of these things use our words, the power of our words to breathe life into ourselves and others. And it just shifts atmospheres. I believe it. There's power in our words. There's power in our tongue. And so when we worship and we do that, man, it's so good. So one connects us to the father Two helps us to learn to declare his goodness through words and songs and how important our words are three. It sets us free and breaks oppression, right? Sets us free and breaks oppression. Okay. So I'm going to read in Acts 16, 25 through 40. Actually, I won't read that much. I'll just read a couple passages here. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Come on now. Okay. They were in prison. They were in a dark, dungeony, yucky prison. Okay. They were singing. They were choosing to use their words. Okay. To praise and sing hymns to the Lord. And all of a sudden what happens? Their chains just come off. 
and the doors just fly open. Okay. How many of you know that that is a possibility in our regular everyday life, right? If that can happen, then it can happen now. Okay. It sets us free. Worship, when we use our words to declare his goodness, it sets us free. When we surrender to him, it sets us free. It breaks oppression. It breaks those the bondage of things, anxiety, fear, shame, okay, comparison. Those things break off of us when we release it to the Lord, when we surrender to him. Come on, this is so good, all right? It breaks oppression and sets us free. We have freedom in the Lord. We have freedom in him. And it it comes when we worship him, when we surrender, when we say, God, take it, take it, have your way in my heart, man. So good. So, so good. Okay. Number four, it releases God's power. Okay. Now all of these things can connect to each other, but I was trying to separate them because they do kind of connect. Like obviously God's power was released in the prison too. But in this one, this was coming from the story of Joshua when he was going around the city of Jericho, right? He has an army and they're circling the city and they're circling the city. And God says, just circle the city, march around those walls. But on the seventh day, You're going to shout and you're going to sing praises. Okay. You're going to shout and you're going to praise the Lord. Okay. And what happens? The walls come down. The walls of a city come down as they declare with their mouths, the goodness of God, as they shout how good he is, as they shout his praises. Okay. The walls of a city come down. Come on. Seriously. We need to start calling this stuff out today. It's possible. (laughs) It's possible. We just put God in a little box and just assume that he did that then and he doesn't do it now. He's doing it now. He's moving now. Okay. He wants to release his power. Okay. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. It's in the Bible. Okay. Raised him from the dead lives in us. Okay. He wants to continue to release that power in and through us. And that happens when we worship. Okay. When we going back to declaring his word. Okay. When we obey him. Okay. Joshua had to obey I me. Mean, how silly does that sound? Right. A lot of times you, li- you listen to Bible stories and you're like, what was God even at? Why was he having them do that? Like what a bizarre thing, right? But those people were obedient, even when it seemed weird, right? March around the city six times, seven times, right? And then on the seventh time, declare the goodness of God, yell and scream and and blow your trumpets to the Lord, okay? It sounds kind of silly and ridiculous, but gosh, look at God showed up and how powerful that is and how wonderful it is, Okay. When he, when they decided to praise him, when they decided to obey what God was saying, he moved, he moved and he did what he said he was going to do because he's a faithful God. He's a faithful God and he's going to move. Okay. So it releases God power really quick. I'll go back. Connects us to the father. Yes. Helps us to learn to declare his goodness through our words and song breaks oppression and sets us free. Come on. 
and releases God's power. Okay. And the last one is it changes our perspective. Okay. It changes our perspective from looking at ourselves to looking to him. Now, this is something that I feel, and not everybody has to agree with me on this, but this is how I look at it. Prayer is so important, obviously, because that is talking to the Lord. That's talking things out with the Lord. However, we have a tendency to use prayer as an asking for things type thing. We ask, we ask, we ask, we lay out all our needs to him. We lay out all things that we want from him, right? That's not bad. God wants to hear from us no matter what. However, it's all about us. Okay. All about us. And that is not, that's not how it should be. It should be about us. It should be about God. Okay. And okay. And let me just say, I don't get this right all the time. Okay. I just have to say that I don't get this right all the time. I am learning. I am growing that I'm on this journey as well. This is just something I have learned and I have seen in my own life when I choose these things and I choose to change my perspective and say, it's not about me. Worship shifts our perspective from us to him. Because when we're singing, when we're surrendering, when we're declaring his name, his goodness, what he has done, it's not about us anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's about him. It's about what he has done, what he's going to do, where he's going to move, what we believe he can do, right? That is what shifts things around because we take it off of ourselves and move it to him, which is what were we... Blah, 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 what we were created for, right? We were created to worship him. We were created for closeness with him. We have been the ones to distract ourselves with other things and take us away from his presence. Okay. So when we surrender to him, it points our attention to him. It points all of our attention to him. So, so good. So I'm going to say those things one more time. Okay. These are the greatest things because it connects us to the father. Okay. Worship connects us to the father, helps us to learn to declare his goodness through our words and song. It sets us free and breaks oppression. Come on. It releases God's power and authority through. We can have that authority and power through Jesus. Boom. It changes our perspective from us to him. From us to him. So good. Okay. So as we finish this, I just want to encourage you. Okay. I just have some encouragement for you to close it out. The first one is I want to encourage you to fill your home with worship. There's not really an excuse that you can't do that or that you haven't been able to find worship that you like or that you want to be playing all the time. There is so much fantastic worship available everywhere for free. YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Caleb, Air One, right? These are free places for you to get worship and it's good worship. Okay. And there's all kinds of different worship. So you can find it. You just have to look. And so I encourage you go find the worship you love and let it fill your home. Maybe not all day, all night, 
every hour, but let it fill your home first thing in the morning or before you go to bed, because it brings God's presence into your home. And I, I don't know about you, but I want God's presence in my house. I want him to be everywhere with me. Second thing is engage at your church or when you're watching online. First thing with that is when you're at church and maybe you're not into the songs they're singing or it's not what you would have chosen. Is that, is that, is that going to make you not worship the Lord or not enter into his presence? Is that going to shut you off? Cause it shouldn't, it shouldn't really, you should be diving into his presence no matter what. Now, don't get me wrong. I've struggled with this. I visited church before where I'm like, oh, I don't really know about this. Okay. But then I've missed out. I've missed out on what God's doing because he's going to move when you dive into his presence. So don't be distracted by specific songs or sounds or guitars that you don't like or whatever. Just, just go in with an expectancy that he's going to move in your life and he will, cause he's faithful. So those are my encouragements to you. And I hope that you are blessed by this today and encouraged that worship is so important. It is the heartbeat of our relationship with the Lord. And there is just so much good worship out there that God has put on people's hearts to bless those around that bless that bless those that listen in. So hope that you can find the worship that you love and that God will move in your heart and in your home. So I hope you have a blessed day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray you are encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. One of the ways you could help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who He says He is. Receive His unconditional love and walk in the purpose he has for you, girl. Until next time.